Hello, and welcome back to the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. We're it's, back. I know. Hi. It's been a while, but we finally had a special reason to, reason to start up. But first, Ooh. let's do some introductions. So uh-huh. I'm Will, and I am a social media coordinator. I'm Devlin. I'm also a social media coordinator. Ooh. I'm Quinn, merchandising coordinator, breaking the trend. <laughs> I'm new. Hi. <laughs> We've got this Hello. mysterious stranger. Who are you? I'm Olivia. I make my coworkers do stupid things on the internet, a.k.a. a social media coordinator. <laughs> Best title ever. Accurate. <laughs> Amuse me for my entertainment. <laughs> and slash the YouTube channel, I guess. <laughs> and Olivia, this is technically not your first time on the podcast, is that right? Yeah, first time speaking on the podcast, I guess. Uh, if you, if anybody, really... Uh, has watched this from like way back in the beginning. I think like the fourth episode, maybe whenever we did the the video or video pen. <laughs> I think a video, I guess. Uh, when we did the episode where you guys uh, said a bunch of really long light novel titles, I was uh, chilling over in the corner keeping track of everybody's scores. So if anybody remembers that, oh, I just hit the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody remembers that, know that I was there the entire time. Stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Such a plot twist there. Yes. Side note, if anyone wants to do that again, I have another list of titles, and the titles have gotten longer since we did that. They have! Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can verify that. They don't fit in the space allotted anymore, guys. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> Japan is working on the longest title ever. Can break that Soon record. they won't fit on the cover of the book. They'll be in, like, nine-point font. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, the cover will be the title. It will. (laughs) I don't want to enter that. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing on the social media. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. That won't fit in a tweet. (laughs) We've reached Twitter's character length. (laughs) But, yeah, but Olivia is joining us for this podcast episode because this is a very special podcast episode. Mm -hmm. Because, one... There is a sublime sale this week. Two, Valentine's Day just happened. And three, a movie came out it on did. Crunchyroll. It did. I think it yes. If you can't guess, it's giving time! <laughs> you should have read the podcast title by now, but... Sometimes people don't. They just are like, hey, that's a good podcast. I'm going to listen to it. You know you all think that. Don't deny it. Well, <laughs> Key, I actively listen to every podcast that we do, so hello. <laughs> I guess I'm an OG Red Stuff Anime podcast fan. <laughs> so, given, it's like Beck but gay, evidently. <laughs> this is what Devlin's been told. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, if you've, had, if you've watched... Beck or Mongolian Chop Squad, mm-hmm. you would have known that there was a scene in, in Beck where a person is hanging out with a person who's probably their love interest, and then they break out in the song, and the love interest is like, whoa, they have a golden voice. They should join our band. Wow. And that's basically given. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a little gay. And sad. <laughs> yes. Yes, and sad. Pulls on the heartstrings, but it's good, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite parts in Given is just like how Ritsuka and Mapuyu actually met. It's just kind of 
random, but I love it. He was taking over his napping spot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's random to me, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know, as that kid that liked to get away from it all, I'm like, yeah, stairwells are good, you know? <laughs> what, what the heck is this other random kid doing here with a guitar just holding it? That was so strange. He was yeah. cradling it. And it, it was. adorable. Yeah. And it's nice visually to see that, like, you and Oyama. The main guy. <laughs> Ritsuka. Ritsuka has to, like, always climb up the steps to go to, to, like, go to the mouth for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... Very, very adorable together. Yeah, and I feel like we're kind of, like, just putting them together without any explanation. So the two of them end up learning more about Mafuya's abilities as a guitarist and a, a songwriter. Uh, he becomes part of their band, which Uenemo... Yeah, we're all going to kill this. Uenoyama... Ritsuka, the main guy, the MC. That guy. <laughs> the grumpy looking one. Yeah, the grumpy looking one. <laughs> He's already in a band with a couple other guys, so he invites Mafio to come and just listen to them, and he ends up getting to be part of the band, and then all the characters grow, uh, and their relationship grows with Ritsuka and Mafuya. And of course, you've got your Haruki and Akihiko, which we'll talk about, because uh, they're the main focus of the movie. Yes. And then um, also, Matthew has some baggage coming along with him. <laughs> some baggage. Lots of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> the guitar is not the only heavy thing that he's carrying there. Yes. Um, his ex-boyfriend and child- good childhood friend kind of uh, is the one who originally had the guitar mm-hmm. and then... No longer has it, so... Yeah, you know something's going on, yeah. but you don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Mafia is, is really down and just like this quiet husk of a shell of a human being for the longest time. But, yeah, yeah he, he gets out of the slump with but it's help. through the power of music and yes, love exactly. that he's able to overcome his tragic backstory. And mm-hmm. friendship. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit more than friendship. That's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I... Honestly, this was, like, my first Boys Love series, so I was, like, entranced with it and in love with it immediately, so... Hopefully I can find another one that's somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I like to tell people, too, that, you know, just because it's a boy's love title, don't go running away from it because you're like, ah, I don't want to see yes. it, I don't want to hear Because it's, it's not in your face. It's very subtle. It's a nice intro show to get people to understand what the non-crazy, oh, my gosh, why am I watching those boy's love ones are, which, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, I've, I've watched some Boys Love stuff, and it can be good. Mm-hmm. There's a, a common uh, characteristic I've seen in the relationship dynamics is that there's one person who has a dominating personality, mm-hmm. and the other person who has a submissive personality. This, I was, a, I, was kind of, I was expecting something like that, and given I did not get that. Yeah, it, yeah. It was like, it was very much they were able to, Mafuyu and Ritsuka are able to give and take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very good um, balanced relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. they are couple goals. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the other couple, uh, or quote unquote couple, Akihiko and Ugetsu, but we'll get to them a little later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's everyone's like 
favorite character or like what kind of drew you to Given? There was a lot of anime going on and I was watching it. That that's pretty much how I thought <laughs> people were talking. I thought it looks good. Sure, I'll give it a try. Yeah, my my yeah. <laughs> Moving on to more deep. <laughs> I mean, I could go a little. I can go a little deeper. Uh, Given was as part of the Noitamina programming mm-hmm. block, and I'm in. I, you've probably heard this from Thomas many times in the podcast before, but I also love Noitamina as a mm-hmm. block. There's just so many great shows that come out of it, from Kids on the Slope to Tommy Galaxy and Ping Pong, mm-hmm. just letting creators just do their own thing and talk about like issues or characters that mm-hmm. you just don't see in anime all too often. Yeah, and they tackle the subjects that other shows are like, oh, that won't make us as much money. They're, they're more the art style mm-hmm. um, the, off the, the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Kids on the Slope was not time? Yeah. Really? I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, it, it got really big after, like, they had their own logo before shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I there's older shows that I'm not familiar with that I know they produced, yeah. but I didn't. It was like, oh, Jeopardy knowledge. Okay. <laughs> like Honey and Clover mm-hmm. and Princess Jellyfish, one of the best best anime of the decade that I just found out just a few months ago. <laughs> Retroactively update your best of the decade. <laughs> Honestly, you probably would. It would probably be a place made on a visit by number five or something. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of in a similar boat with Quinn. I was just watching. Uh, I heard about the show uh, right before it was simulcasting, and I liked music. I thought the art style looked nice. I, I just thought it would look cool. And then uh, we both uh, were at lunch one day, mm-hmm. and because uh, I think I heard you had mentioned it on the podcast, I was like, "Wait, someone else is yeah, else yeah, yeah, the show definitely." <laughs> And then, then it was like every single week we were like, oh, oh, did you watch the episode? And then we were talking really, about it. <laughs> yeah, it was just really quiet. I was like, wait, are you watching Given? It's like, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so no one else was watching it. And I'm like, friend. I feel like there's a show every season, or at least almost every season, that makes me revert back to going on to Tumblr. Uh-huh. And that season it was Given, and then a bunch of other shows that I have... I am a propaganda machine for that. I try to get everybody to watch. Uh, have also made me go back to Tumblr, but uh, mm. yeah, it was nice actually having someone who was also watching it week by week because mm-hmm. otherwise I feel like I get to be a broken record telling people to watch things all the time. <laughs> but I mean, it works. I got you to watch it, Devil. Yes. yes. I was just going to say, your propaganda reached the shonen boy here. <laughs> and somehow I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to check it out on Crunchyroll. I haven't got my roommates to watch it with me. And they're like, Oh, it's a good slow burner. We love that. I was like, yeah, it's a different pace than, you know, action uh, that we always stream, like, in my old apartment, so. Yeah, that's one thing that I really enjoyed about Given is that it took the time to just breathe. Like, it didn't rush things. It didn't be like, oh, there's silence here. We must move on. They just, uh, like, sat in it and let the characters think. And I really appreciated that throughout the series. The movie is only an hour. They can't do that. I wish there was more of that, but we'll get to that. We keep referring to the movie that we have yet to talk about. I mean, honestly, they could easily have added an extra half hour. They could have! Yeah. 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 I, I'd be here for it. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I can sit in a theater another half hour. But that's one thing that I think uh, didn't really come across as well after the series was done and I was just re-watching it because one benefit of having... Uh, 
the show simulcasting and watching it week mm-hmm. by week is that you get the space that they give you in the anime to breathe and like ponder things but then you also have that additional yeah. seven days between that and the next episode mm-hmm. not all shows really benefit from that but I feel like this was one that definitely did mm-hmm. and I noticed the same similar thing in the manga too when I was reading the manga like you can read it a lot faster than you can watch it because mm-hmm. you can speed read as fast as you want really but oh like, yeah Unless you're watching an anime on two times speed, and what, what kind of animal are you? Those <laughs> <laughs> people exist. I don't know how you do it. I One am... Piece people. <laughs> I made oh, some man. people mad. Just read the manga, dude. If you're doing that, <laughs> you get to it a lot quicker. Oh no. But yeah, I. Okay, so I binged all of it all of the anime in like one go and then i binge read all of the manga after olivia was so gracious to loan it to me because i needed more <laughs> that, like, wow it, it was it was a lot and like i'm glad that i didn't have to wait because personally i don't like waiting <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it was good for me but now i'm like in the waiting period and Dying a little bit. Suffer. <laughs> Suffer. Suffer along with the characters. No happiness for you. Uh, <laughs> yes. This is stars align. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of my propaganda. <laughs> I was trying to get everyone to watch Stars Align. Yes. Stars Align is also good. Yep. And it's also a slow burn with like heartstring pulls of why? Anyway. And I was really annoying about it. <laughs> I don't say really annoying. I just say very enthusiastic. I think it's like every chance I got. Very enthusiastic. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of of favorites and stuff, um, we've got favorite characters people wanted to talk about. And it it seems like a lot of us have the same favorite character, so... uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll I'll do one that's a little different. Okay. He's he's only in the show for probably at most, like, five minutes, but uh, Take-chan, or Koji Yata Take? Yeah, Take! Yeah, the guy with the glasses, and he's got side side shave. Yeah, he's... um, Haruki's friend who is his shoulder to cry on. So if mm-hmm. Haruki needs someone to talk to, that is Takasan. So yeah, real hero. Yeah. He reminded me of Pidgeot well, Pidgeot with glasses. I don't know why, but like oh, that haircut the hair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I like you. <laughs> when you started saying that, I wasn't sure if you meant aesthetically or personality wise. I'm like, what what personality is <laughs> It's been so long since I've seen Pokemon. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. Kojiat. <laughs> <laughs> Slow clap. <laughs> what else did you get out? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was really good. And I honestly am so happy that Haruki and him like have a good, solid relationship mm-hmm. like as friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they are BFFs. And um, what, that's one thing I appreciated about the relationship between the two of them. There's no love triangle forming. There's no nothing. They're just friends. They just hang out. They know each other. And they know that each other doesn't swing the same way, but they're still okay with it, and they're still hanging out and doing their own thing. It's also good to just have somebody outside of yes. the main four bubble who can have an outside opinion on things. <laughs> like, we, he doesn't know all the things that are going on, but, you know, if someone has, like, a weird look on their face, like, oh, God, what's going on here? Or, like, some, <laughs> <Yeah>. something like... <laughs> he, he's able to, you know, pick up on, like, mm-hmm. at least Haruki's, like you know, issues that he's going through very well. And mm-hmm. since he's been with him for so long, like, he knows 
how to, you know, help give the boy a pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. He's the mom friend for the mom friend. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, who else do you really like? Uh, well, there was this one character who is a life goal for me, is Haruki. 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 Best boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably my favorite of the, guy, of the gang. Mm. The there. mother hen tendencies he has. I'm just like, oh, I can so relate to that. People around you are infuriating, but at the same time, you must care for them. <laughs> and he cares for himself, too, with his hair. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I want his hair. I know, right? <laughs> Like, hair balls. For sure. <laughs> I kind of imagine it now. <laughs> just like this long, long ginger hair. You can totally do that. You can pull that off. Go for it. I'm looking three quarters. Oh man, but then I got my hair is already so curly. That'll take effort. It'll straighten out. Don't worry. Yeah. Once one will get long, it'll, it'll just get wavy down. when it gets longer. Yeah. <laughs> Experience speaking. <laughs> but, oh. I really love Haruki. He, honestly, is the glue of the band. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Glue. I don't think they they would have survived if he hadn't been there for them. No. No. Mm -hmm. They would have, like, eaten each other alive. Mm -hmm. And they're aware of that, too. Like, Mm. basically, at some point, it is mentioned that he gets, like, a little insecure about how the Mm -hmm. fact that, like, everyone around him is super talented. And I think Akihiko says something along the lines of, like, if all four of us were super talented geniuses, we wouldn't work. We need someone Mm -hmm. to, like, keep us together. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I agree, like, they would have, like, killed each other. Yeah, and he's always signing them up for, like, the contests, doing all the paperwork, following up on all that stuff. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, yeah, you're, like, the band manager, too. Yeah, that, too. (laughs) That, too. He's also, like, really good at, like, making sure that everyone's, like, needs are kind of, like, listen to at least mm-hmm. like with the band so i really really connect with them there mm. um i think one different character that i have on my favorite list that no one else included <laughs> was akahiko like i really like him mostly because like he's a punk boy that looks bad and like i relate to this <laughs> he screamed emo boy and i'm like yes <laughs> Um, and, like, I just really like how, like, he tries to kind of, like, mask all of his stuff, like, mask whatever emotional trauma or issues he's going through and just kind of, like, works kind of through it and, like, covers it up, but, you know, he's still just kind of, like, going through and handling it, too. Like, he handles a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot going on in his life, and I think the more you watch the show, and then especially in the movie, it it's really more revealing on how messed up his relationship is. Yep. Because yeah. <laughs> then you've got to bring in uh, Ugetsu Murata, which is his on-again, off-again boyfriend. Not yeah. really. We'll get don't to know. It. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's in the movie really, series, too. Yeah. They're, they're definitely, like, friends with benefits, if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely my love for Akihiko grew more with this movie, so. Mm-hmm. I just really like the dog. I really just want to talk about the dog. <laughs> I do like the dog. Do we know, do, does anybody know the breed of the dog? Like, oh, it's it's a Pomeranian. Yeah. Pomeranian? Mm-hmm. It's just a little what? snowball. Yeah. I, I watch the ending every single time. <laughs> I always go to the very end, and then, like, I don't 
Yeah, I, Given was one of those shows where you did not skip the opening, you did not skip the ending, you just watched the whole thing. It took a while for the opening to grow. I mean, when I was watching it the first go around, especially with having that space in there and it just being such a quiet show, I'm like, why does this show that where practically nothing feels like it's happening have such an edgy, <laughs> angsty opening? <laughs> edgy, angsty boy really liked the opening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sold me on the opening. <laughs> it's grown on me now, but like, especially like when I was first watching it, I'm like, what this one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> so I was much more on the I much more appreciated the opening or the ending uh, one because it was really soft and quiet and calming and then also cute dog. What's <laughs> your old dog? What did everyone think of? Since we're on the topic of songs, what was like everyone's like favorite song so far? It was Mafia's when he first sang it at the concert. It has to be. It has to be. I agree. I had goosebumps. (laughs) Literal goosebumps. It's like it's the whole climax of the entire series is in that song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I had tears. I saw so many comments about how people who had read the manga ahead of time thought that, that it was handled exceedingly well and the song itself sounded well because you're reading a manga, you don't know what it sounds like. So mm-hmm. um, the translation from manga into anime and having life brought, breathed into it, I think a lot of fans really thought it was the best thing that, that could have happened. Um, and I think, now don't quote me on this, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I remember reading that the voice actor for Given was specifically cast because he was an unknown and also a singer. Ooh. Something like that. Don't quote me on that. I know I read something I mean, like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that actor is the one who's singing the song. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and if you go looking for the song itself, it lists the band as given. It's not some other band standing in for them. It's actually just given with him as the main singer. So. Did mm-hmm. I stir the pot a little? Sure, sure. Sure, do it. Do you it. already claimed the dog was the best character. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not the best character. I, 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 I would argue that Mafia and Haruki are my favorites in terms of like actual people. Uh huh. But every time he's on screen, I'm like, oh. but uh, <laughs> but uh, in terms of music, I uh, was uh, arguing with you a little bit about this, Devlin. Uh, I liked the uh, song like the first time I heard it uh, in the, the episode, but since then it is uh, not my favorite out of all of them. <gasps> what? How could you? <laughs> That's yeah, the only song in yeah. TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Sings in the the ending. Oh, that's and then true. Yeah. the song in the movie too. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, uh, it's just like that first high note in the beginning. Like I was, I watched it in the episode. Like, oh, this is really good. And then uh, Quinn had her recording that she was uh, playing for me at lunch. And it's like, oh, 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 yeah, I remember that. You were like, that wasn't the song I remember. Like, <laughs> like that is the song that you heard. It, in my in my very poor defense, uh, sometimes I can be really sensitive to like certain pitches or frequency mm. or tones. So like just that that high note was really like grating for me. But everything else was pretty good. <laughs> so overall, I think I, his voice for me uh, fits better in more mellow kind of tones. So I feel like uh, once again going back to the movie, the song in the movie I feel like was a good mm-hmm. middle ground between the two. Yeah. Side note, I did also like the little jam session they did before uh, Mafia joined the band. Like, I also like instrumental music. <laughs> Bite me, everybody. <laughs> I will say that I I want to go back and listen to the song in the movie that they're singing during the actual um, like in events 
but I was getting a little too distracted trying to read the subtitles of what's going on and being said with the sung title yeah. subtitles, and I'm like, I don't feel like backing this up and doing both, so I need to do that again. But I, I think I think that song also was very uh, melodious. You just have to activate your shiner gun and just like look at both uh, subtitles at the same time. That's, that's the problem. When I'm trying to read both sets at the same time, the conversations start melding into one, and sometimes that is really weird. <laughs> Very this, weird. This is where Shonen Boy powers are most prime. <laughs> but yeah. I do at least say thank you for making sure that one conversation stays at the top versus the bottom or switching because oh my gosh that would kill. And they color coded them yeah. too. Like one yeah, was yellow cool. and one was white so that really helped too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah I was doing all of it at least my first time viewing I was definitely like, just, like looking <laughs> up, and down, up and down up and down up and down. Like Sometimes pausing it, but I didn't want to pause it because yeah. then it like stopped the momentum. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh. definitely really enjoyed the song in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I found it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah. All right. We've been tiptoeing around the movie for, for a while. Shall we get into spoiler territory? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> I'm ready to just dive right into it. All right. All right. Let's, You've been warned. Yes. I'll put in a time here. 54-12. Yeah, we're done. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> Should we also uh, briefly mention the spoiler in the series that we kind of were tiptoeing around a little bit with uh, Yuki? Yeah. Akehiko? We could. No, Yuki. The, the boyfriend that's oh! dead. <laughs> yes. Spoilers. 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 The boyfriend. He did. <laughs> Part of me kind of wishes that we could see more of their relationship when they were still together, because I, mm-hmm. I do like mm-hmm. the way that they interacted and stuff. I just want, like, a brief, like, I don't know, a couple of chapters or maybe, like, a little OVA or something. Yeah. Because I do really think that they worked well together, and it was interesting to uh, uh, see them interact, and it's nice to know that, like, you know, it isn't just a carbon copy of... Yeah. Uh, They're very different game. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they all still, like, work together really well. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, Yuki, why? <laughs> I mm. definitely, like, kind of agree. I would like more. I did not know that uh, on the episode where it's revealed about the boyfriend, if you continue watching it past the credits and they oh. reveal more, yes. I did not know this the few, first time viewing it. And Have you never seen a yes. Marvel movie? <laughs> Through the credits. <laughs> like, didn't you look at the runtime? It was like, yeah, oh, this time. only took fifth this episode's only fifteen minutes long. Oh my god. <laughs> in my defense <laughs> there is I'm, no defense. <laughs> in my defense, uh One Piece is notorious for just like trying to like show a little bit of like what's happening for Here, the next episode. Here's a new strategy. Instead of just <laughs> skipping to the next one, run the fast forward to the end and then let it go. In See, case there's nothing there. Because there's always a snippet. This, yeah. this is not Shonen Boy logic here. Like <laughs> You're not in the Shonen zone. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I was not in the right zone. So like when I saw that, I was shocked. So yes. Um I I'm honestly glad that like on the second time watching it I finally saw it because Oh, my heart melted. <laughs> Did you watch until the end on the movie, too? Did you not? 
Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Wait, yes I did, yes I did, yes I did. I had to think about it. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> well, I mean, you did put the knife in me already with the song, so like, you can take it back. <laughs> yeah, you have to stay for the movie end credits and listen to the song the whole way. That was the only reason why I stayed till the end, and then I was like, you sneaky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did see what happened at the end, so. Okay. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Good. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Yugi's dead. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've beaten that dead horse. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Um, <laughs> how did the movie, like, you know, hold up to the hype? Do you think it, like, held up to it? Well, for me... I don't know where I got the impression that the movie was a retelling of Mafuya's and uh, Ritsuka's story just from the college boy's perspective. So I thought it was going to cover the same timeline. So when it was actual new material, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> so, I think that was something I had heard too. And then yeah. I was just spouting lies. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I picked it up on the internet too. And I'm like, what the heck? So this was a very happy moment when I'm like, oh my gosh, new material. I love this. Um, as for the hype, I don't know. I think if it was longer and you like let those moments breathe in the movie, it would have hit the hype level that I thought it deserved. Um, after watching it, I was kind of like, okay, that was good. Not as good as I wanted it to be, but it's still good. Like, it's really good. Like, I don't want to say that it's not good because I, I feel like that takes away from it. Mm. But at the same time, there was a let, that, that little bit of letdown just because it just didn't quite match what I was expecting for the hype level that it was getting. I, uh, I think at the time when uh, the movie came out, I was through volume four of the manga. I think we had that much in there. I haven't read volume five yet. Uh, my uh, order is still uh, out in the void. Yeah. We feel this. Yeah, the struggle. We're, we're all there. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, since I had already gotten that far into the manga, I kind of already had a rough idea of the arc that was going into it, so it was not one that I cared about as much. I feel like with the manga and the anime up to that point, you spent so much time and energy building up the other, like, Mafia and uh, Yanoma's relationship, and then they're just kind of pushed off to the side and yeah. uh, turn it over to the other people. It's like, I mean, I liked them, but I was really invested in the their uh, relationship and now I have to like start from scratch and I didn't have as much time mm-hmm. and um, yikes <laughs> I, I enjoyed the switch mostly cause like I felt like at least season one they wrapped up their relationship pretty well granted they're probably gonna tackle a lot more demons uh, mm-hmm. in baggage but I, I wanted more depth at least with Haruki and Akihiko mm-hmm. cause like we were barely seeing like what was happening and I needed more from them too, so I was really happy that we got to see more. And with like Haruki and Akihiko, you could take like a more like, more like adult adult look at like love and relationships mm-hmm. than you can with Mafuyu Ritsuka. And so you get like a kind of, you get like a different kind of movie 
the movie when compared to like the TV show. Mm-hmm. But even even that aside, I still feel like the relationship they uh, had built up in the anime was still a lot more complex than I see from other conventional uh, romance animes. Yeah, it felt more more complex than the run of the mill high school romance because there was that added element of grief. Having Mafia such like a, a quiet protagonist, it was an uh, interesting thing to watch too because like. I don't know if anyone else had this when they were watching the show, but like, even though he would say like maybe two and a half words in five minutes or whatever, like there was, I could tell there was like a lot going on in his head that he wanted to say or wanted to try to process, but he just couldn't get the words out. And so I, I found that kind of interesting and semi-relatable to uh, watch. So I definitely see where you're coming from there because I definitely enjoyed like, you know, reading more in Mafuyu's, like, expressions, and you hardly really get to see him in the movie. Like, he appears, like, at Akahiko's apartment. Mm-hmm. He well, technically not time. his apartment, but yeah. <laughs> he has more screen time than Ritsuko, by a lot. Yeah. Ritsuko's <laughs> like, hi guys, and they're like, shove, get out of here, this is our movie. <laughs> you have a burger? Cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It was but, a good burger. <laughs> but to be fair, uh, I remember reading in the manga with Ritsuka, he's like in reform school, pretty much like... Uh, he had to take some like summer, summer classes. Yeah, summer school, yeah. pretty much. So like that makes sense why he was pretty busy in that scene in the movie, so I like how they account for that. Mm-hmm. But like... At least they gave him an excuse to not be in there, even though I'm still kind of annoyed that he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... What did you think of the whole Akihiko and Yugetsu relationship? What relationship? That's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That that's my whole summary right it, there. It was so toxic, but like, I I honestly enjoyed learning about it at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing yeah. it. It does give you a a better perspective on Akihiko and and what he's dealing with because he's so quiet about his personal life like you just never hear him talk about what's going on and he seems to like slick around behind people's backs doing the the bad boy stuff which i thought was kind of funny with the movie because it's like right off the bat he's in a car with a girl and mafia is like what the heck and he's like oh you're hiding this from haruki aren't you and i'm like oh oh <laughs> calls him on his act. Yeah, and Mafia is just like stating a fact. He doesn't even know he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was also like shown a, a lot more in the movie that mm-hmm. like Akihiko was like kind of doing it so that he could make a living, like make some extra money with how much he was working and all that. Like he was kind of like an escort too. Slash also just kind of. He's also just trying to, seems like, finding a place to stay, too. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. It seems like if uh, he got kicked out of the apartment for the night or something, his go-to thing, or at least uh, last resort, it seemed like, would be to try to find a person to hook mm-hmm. up with and hope that they let him stay. Yeah. yeah. Hope that they, like, let him stay the night. Like, dang. Kind of a messed up form of homelessness in a way. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. And then, like, his home life didn't even help out because, mm-hmm. like, his parents just, like, completely abandoned him once when he was, like, in college and all. They're like, bye, see ya. Like, left it was to, like, in high school. In high school, yeah. Yeah, like, back tail end of high school, he's just like, oh, we're getting divorced. See ya never. Yeah. Yeah. Anime parents are so loving. Honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, just dealing with that. I think they, they left him, like, a trust fund or, like, some money in a bank. But, like, pretty much just, like see uh like hardcore and then like that was around the time when he met yugetsu too mm-hmm. in school 
and Yugetsu is just like, hey, why don't you live with me? And then their yeah, because they were seeing each other at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were like kind of like blossoming into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, was he living on his own too then? Like, I think that that they were talking about going off to college, and that's when the um, like roommate situation, uh, coupleness really took happen. off. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't think it's a great idea to move in with someone just like that you plan to be in a relationship with like so quick like it like not a fan of a second date u-haul yeah yeah don't show up on a second date with a (laughs) u-haul like oh that that was just already like a remedy for disaster and it was their their both of their own first loves too so it's extra hard it's Mm -hmm. extra hard to let go obviously guys jeez Yeah. (laughs) yeah and then I really like how they illustrated you get to it's like I don't want to see him go like I always want him to come back but at the same time I don't want to deal with the pain yeah. of mm-hmm. him being back the pain of the relationship and all that and he's just like I just want something to change mm-hmm. I don't care how and like honestly that spoke volumes to yeah. me cause like and you get to it too is like the, the equivalent of, of um, having a, a dog or something that loves you unconditionally, but yet you're really super mean to it, but it keeps coming back. And mm-hmm. that would be Akihiko. And it was like, he's trying to, to break the relationship without actually doing it himself, because I think he was going to feel guilty about it. Yeah, like, he doesn't, time. like, actively say, like, oh, I really, I, I, I want to end this. I don't want any connection to you. Mm-hmm. He just says, like, we're not working out, we're breaking out. But you can still live, and yeah. like, we can still fool around kind of deal. Like, they, they use each other as, like, a safety blanket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that that's been, like, my biggest thing. I, I honestly went into the movie thinking that you get to was going to be super manipulative, like, the hardcore mm-hmm. evil villain of it, but I think they do a fantastic job of just, like, illustrating that He's not exactly, like, the big bad villain that yeah. everyone... He's not being the, the uh, complete jerk that you had him pegged to be. Yes. Yeah. And I, I thought that was fantastic how they painted that. Mm-hmm. Like, like this cackling in the corner with a flashlight under his face. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, he always had Akihiko's drum set to, you know... <laughs> Hold on to it. I want to like, know yeah. what happened to that. Like, was that? Oh it? yeah, like that wouldn't have fit in Haruki's apartment. <laughs> I want to know how the neighbors at Haruki's apartment were putting up with all that violin practice. I'm just sorry. I'm <laughs> oh. Like, wow, soundproofing that doesn't exist here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. I I did really like how they were kind of they were living together as, like, roommates, as, like, friends, because Agahiko eventually gets kicked out by Yugetsu, mm-hmm. and uh, Haruki's very, very, very nice, and, like, gives him, you know, a place to stay for a little while, um, and I like how the relationship kind of, like, almost repairs itself, like, there, there's still, like, some sore feelings there, mm-hmm. but, like, it, it's definitely, like, on the verge of repairing itself, like they both 
set boundaries between each other. Like, this is what I'm going to be doing here, like mm-hmm. violin practice or working on, like, improving his drumming beats mm-hmm. while uh, Haruki's, like, working on his bass and all that. And, you know, he's also still playing at, like, other bands, too. Like, mm-hmm. being, like, a <laughs> Yeah, stand-in. the backup bass for the ex-girlfriend's band. Okay. <laughs> that surprised me. I did not pick him as uh, having a girlfriend in the past. But, mm. yeah. Yeah, and the thing that I... You were talking about um, Har- uh, Haruki and Akiko's relationship when they kind of, like, are in the same uh, living situations together, that Haruki actually is mad at Akihiko and is like gruff with him and standoffish and I think Akihiko just realizes that hey someone is actually mad at me and they're not getting over it because Ugetsu would just get mad at him and then take him back and Haruki was like no you cross lines yeah you need to get out but he's like I don't have anywhere to go and he's like fine you can stay here but stay out of my way yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that first night he's like, I'm going to Takeo's place. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, big elephant in the room moment. Yeah, <laughs> that got a little uncomfortable. That we're kind of dancing around a little bit. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, something that I was annoyed about, about kind of, because like, one of the things that I liked about the series was that it mm-hmm. typically kind of like avoided a lot of the really yikes, iffy BL tropes, including mm-hmm. like the, the consenty things and just, that, yeah. So that was frustrating when that was... Uh, and I mean, they're like, oh, there's beer in the scene. And I'm like, that is not enough beer. No. There should have been more beer if this <laughs> was going to happen with the whole awkwardness and the whole, oh, push down on couch. It's like, nah, what? stop. But was, oh, sorry. You're fine. I was going to say, like, I felt like he could have been drinking before he arrived at the Oh, that's true. Too. That, that, that's how I proceeded. I, I, yeah, I assumed that Akiko was already drunk when he came. Uh, yeah, he was just... Scene like, switched too fast for me. Yeah, <laughs> and that was another thing with pacing, but... I didn't yeah. even put alcohol in the, equation. I, in the equation. I didn't even think of that. I was just kind of... One, I was thinking, uh, going back to his uh, previous traits of, like, kind of sleeping with people as, like, a form of payment, as, like, a rent payment. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then also still getting into those, like, really iffy BL tropes of, like, it's basically consensual, like, but basically... Yeah, doesn't. but it yeah. basically was, right? Basically doesn't mean anything. And then, like, the, the, the weird, like, kind of, like, biphobic stuff where he's like, hey, could you really, like, be with a girl after you've done all this stuff? I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. You're yeah. both right. Well, I mean, they were all... They were both right insults and hurtful feelings yeah. at each other. I honestly was... I, I, I knew the scene was going to come, and I was not ready for it. And I do like how, at least since this is my first BL series, like I liked how they knew that that scene was going to be painful, and they didn't show it all. Like they they showed different cuts, like beer spilled over, or like mm-hmm. the aftermath. Like. It, it wasn't, like, drawn out and, like, very graphic. Yeah, yeah and, and clothes stayed on for the most part. Yeah. Which kind of amazed me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really happy about that because, like, again, first series, mm-hmm. so I don't know fully what to expect, but... Like, even in the manga, like, it's a scene meant to, like, it's shock... Not, not really shock value, but it's meant to, you know, not to be, like, for the... I guess in this case it would be the female gaze since this is a series meant for straight but uh, it's definitely not something meant to, uh, you know, be, like, exciting to look at or anything. Like, you know this is wrong, and, like, everyone knows this is wrong. And, but 
uh, one thing I do appreciate with how they continued after this is like there were clear consequences mm-hmm. for his mm-hmm. actions and they weren't uh, fixed right away because that was something I've seen with other yeah. shows where it's like a, a big yikes moment happens and then like 20 minutes later y'all are good. It's like, yeah. no. Yeah. 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 I loved how they showed consequences. Yeah, long-term yeah. consequences that don't get resolved until the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, that was long-term. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know this is like kind of weird, but like, how Haruki's like, I would do anything for you during it, and then like afterwards, he's like, it's practically consent because I said I would do anything. I hated that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. uh, I did not agree with that at all. I, I will say that Haruki, I feel like he'd fantasized about that to a yeah. point. So there, there was that itty bitty little bit where he probably was, yeah, okay, this is fine. But at the same time, it's totally wrong and he knows it but he doesn't I mean it's just so shocking since he probably dreamed of like being with Akiko yeah Akihiko and then they end up being the first first thing similar to that like that it's just mm-hmm. just oh, it just have to be such an emotionally like shocking and traumatic moment for him mm-hmm. um, I think yeah. without that moment though I don't think Akihiko would have grown like, no I, because of those consequences he he changes his own behavior and he does it on his own willingly and I think that's what gets him out of his situation with Zagatsu is that he just stayed in that repetitive I'll come back it'll be fine we'll just do the thing again it'll be fine yeah just stayed in that routine that like finally he saw like okay finally like there's consequences for Mm -hmm. what you're doing here like you just weren't being like you weren't having any like with your relationship with Zagatsu but like you're gonna get them at least with Haruki. Mm-hmm. Like, he kept it from other people. He, like, he didn't announce it. He, like, I'm going to change. This is my redemption. Yeah. Like, he was just no. doing it on his own, and like the mm-hmm. actions spoke for themselves. Like, you are acting different. Why mm-hmm. are you? Yeah, <laughs> like Haruki gets all pissed off at him for not uh, sharing what he's doing. He's like, you you made yourself even more distant. And then Akiko's like, well, there's reasons for that. It's you. <laughs> and oh. I was like, what? That was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. That was, that was Yeah. <laughs> The dope face at the end when he's like, yeah, because I love you. It's like, what? (laughs) 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 But yeah, I really enjoyed, at least after the consequences and uh, after the whole incident, they're still living together. Mm -hmm. They set boundaries and they kind of, they still work on themselves and all that. Mm -hmm. I think one like crazy moment to, talk about is like Haruki cutting his hair. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Symbol of that. That was so horrible. It was. I, I was like, no. It. The best boy hair. No. Yep. Although his new haircut's kind of good. It, like mm-hmm. it suits him. It took a while to get adjusted to. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you sending me a message after you had read it in the I think in the manga and you're like, why did he do this? I'm like, well you see. Yeah. yeah. He was, was growing like, it out for Akihiko and then Akihiko broke his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, something that I noticed uh, actually if we're gonna go all the way back to like the anime opening. Like mm-hmm. they have like the different clips of stuff and they kind of like uh like uh Haruki. I blanked on everything. Like the scene with uh, Haruki like looking at his hair mm-hmm. or uh, Akihiko like drinking coffee and you see the other mug in the frame. Like everyone in the show kind of like has their own different hangups mm-hmm. and things that are kind of like holding them back and it's uh, you know foreshadowed kind of like through the opening and I yep. think that was something really interesting that 
kind of like came I ahead. did not notice that one. The scene in the opening where uh, Matthew is at the beach, like that's, uh, and he's like looking at the ocean. That's not him uh, when he went with. Uh, with uh, you know, uh, at the end of the series, that's him at the beach with his former boyfriend. Like it's in yeah. winter. Oh. Yeah, is just him running. So I'm not sure exactly what that could mean. From running from his feelings, running Probably. towards his feelings. Running Simple. from the closet. Running out of the wind. Running out of closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I did not know that similar. I got you. Speaking of symbolism, like, <laughs> and just foreshadowing, like, I love the mugs, too, and all the drinks that they show. Mm-hmm. Like, just the different sizes of mugs that, between, like, Akihiko and Yugetsu. Like, when they first moved in, they had the same mug, same height, and Yugetsu knocks it out of Akihiko's hand, and it shatters, and it's, just, it's not a mug. It's not just a mug. Like, <laughs> they, I think their reputation uh, the representation that they were trying to go there, go for is like they were like seen as equals, but they're not equals, or at least that's not how you get to. And Akihiko saw it like they're they're not equals. They're very different. And like uh, Akihiko gets like a taller mug, while you get to gets a smaller one because he's acting more like a kid. And I love that like little bit and I never even noticed it until my second watch through and after seeing like more stuff on it and doing more research like oh, so good. Yeah, I didn't know watching this for a fourth time, third time. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like several times. <laughs> several more. I mean I can't blame you. I was up early today rewatching the movie just so I could keep this like fresh in my head. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't know, last time I watched it in chunks like an idiot because I was like, I, I can't dedicate a full hour. I gotta do all this other stuff. I can watch it for 10 minutes. I can watch it for 15. <laughs> I can watch it partially on my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh crap, I'm filming today so I gotta actually have it all in my head. Like, I guess I'm waking up at 6. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not too much earlier than... Yeah. I, I go to bed really early. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I love it. I really love the movie. It was great. I feel like it didn't feel like a movie, though. It felt like just one really long episode. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I don't know, I was kind of disappointed by it, but I'm not sure what they could do differently with the storyline they were given that would make it, <laughs> given, <laughs> that would make it feel more like a movie. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could I'm have like, had a more of an introduction to the, to the, wor- to like the yeah, worldly characters. Yeah, The more like, yeah, it just kind of drops you in, like, Oh, Mafuyu and Akihiko are going to Yugetsu's concert. Who's Mafuyu? Who's, who's Akihiko? Why is he important? Why is this, this, this high schooler show, keep showing up? Yeah. <laughs> I would have lucky hated that. Because I'm like, I already know all these people. I just want to dive into the yeah. plot. I feel like with a, as niche of a genre as BL is, like it, I'm not surprised that they didn't do an introduction. Like, mm. If you're watching the movie, you've been wanting this movie for a while. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you've been anxiously just, refreshing the A&M page waiting for new info. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like movies that are able to like stand on their own yeah. as like individual entries to the series. Yeah, I like, think a lot of anime too nowadays seems to be like we need to keep the hype going and movies are the easy way to keep the story going without just giving you filler. Mm-hmm. So I mean that yeah. I mean that that I, <laughs> I'm about to contradict myself, but that kind of works. Like I don't <laughs> expect something like Demon Slayer's like Infinity Train arc to be able to fit into like a 13 episode mm-hmm. season, like yeah. like a 
two hour or whatever how long it is movie sounds like it would, it's appropriate for it mm-hmm. but at the same time with uh depending on the show with how with how messed i am with certain characters like give me all the filler you want give me like a random 30 minute ova with just haruki take san and the hairdresser like i want to see that i mean we need like a we need like a kamida only ova where he's just he gets out of the house and like <laughs> goes around and have has like many adventures. Hot hijinks! I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, just like an episode of like Mafuyu, like what's going on inside of his head that he's not expressing. <laughs> it's just inside out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's just like it's like that, that one scene with Ritsuka and all his mini all his mini self, but it's Mafuyu. <laughs> Yes, I I did not like that scene when I first oh, saw it. Oh, I love that scene. Well, it's it so genius. Like, it felt like such a tonal shift when I first watched it, because like, it was just after the, the concert, but when mm-hmm. I watched the full thing start to finish, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love these idiots. <laughs> it reminded me of SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> All the different patterns. Not his name. I liked it. I love the series. I'm sold on it. Shown and Boy Proof. Season 2 one. I know, but like I know, I just I don't know what they're supposed to go from here for. But like, I need more. Mm-hmm. I was looking it up at one point. I thought there was like a sixth volume that I uh, was in Japan. It's still ongoing. It's still ongoing. Yeah. yeah so like, I'll I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of those things where they come out in like month? The chapters come out in month, uh, yeah. like monthly. Yeah. I think I think we're not too far off from what Japan is currently uh, releasing, which means there's a bigger gap for the American audience that's used to every six months or three months because we're so far behind. We are not now. <laughs> yeah, Yay. They, they caught up really fast. And yeah. It's, uh, with uh, the show's like really slow, quiet pace, like I'm surprised mm-hmm. that we did catch up because like when I was reading the first volume, I'm like, that's like two thirds of the mm-hmm. series just in one, one volume. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the manga, I just remembered like the little bits where he's like with his hairdresser. I forgot that that's barely touched on in the anime, but like it, it's really shown like in the manga when he cuts his hair, he's, his hairdresser is just like, what did you do? Why didn't you come to me for it? Like, <laughs> you're ruining my channel. And, yeah. Yeah, I think it was mentioned briefly where he was like, oh man, he's going to be mad if I do this. But I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, coming out of COVID with a new haircut. Let's go. <laughs> Lack of haircut in my case. Yeah. <laughs> funny going through the comments of that live stream with the hairdresser it's like this is this a dude is this a guy he's so pretty who is she <laughs> <laughs> it's but why like... haruki is life goals <laughs> <laughs> all right take five seconds while you wait for spoiler people to catch up okay so that was our given movie talk yeah welcome back people who skip the spoiler section I feel yes. like we missed like 50 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, they should have watched the movie ahead of time. Well, but you had such a great like 30 minutes beforehand, right? Yeah! <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I real. Give it a now. <laughs> so, yeah, we've uh, talked about Given, and uh, we should probably talk about the sale that's currently going on with Sublime. So that is still going on through Saturday. So if you want to pick up Given on the manga, you can at a discounted price, and we've got lots of great other... Uh, boys love stuff because that's what Sublime is. Uh, so you can check all that out. 
Uh, we've also got the 10% off in-stock sale that will be ending soon. And new this weekend is the Blinded by Science weekend sale. A whole bunch of science-themed anime. <laughs> and it is uh, quite interesting to see how many anime there are about science. It, it, is about Dr. That. Stone included? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I did not make this sale. I do not know. <laughs> um, I, I believe it is. I know that Steinsgate is. So, <gasps> yeah. There's, there's some good okay. stuff in there. So check out all the sales that are currently ongoing at rightstuffanime.com. Sweet. Well, I guess that is, concludes this week's episode. Hopefully we'll be back on a bi-weekly basis this time. We'll be <laughs> we keep saying that. <laughs> um, we said that two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty please. <laughs> please come back, guys. We love you. <laughs> Let's just make this a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, adios, adios, amigos. Bye. See you next time. All participants are wearing masks and practicing social distancing during this recording. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at rightstuff.com and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast at rightstuff.com.